Welcome back to the Action Sit Rep. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Deb. And we are here to talk about Netflix, The Sandman. Yes, we are. (laughs) So just a warning, there are going to be spoilers for basically the whole season, including the bonus 11th episode. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's phenomenal. Don't listen to this till after you've watched it. Right. Um, You know, unless you don't mind being spoiled, because we're going to talk about everything. It's so good. God, it's so good. It really is. It just on every level. It's yeah. Yeah. It's really immersive and sometimes a little terrifying. Oftentimes I'm funny, um, yeah. but yeah, it really just completely envelops you. It's, it, it is, it's powerful. It's so there's, oh, so I think at the end of our last episode we I had said there's one episode that's really hard to watch and you'll mm-hmm. know it when you get there the diner episode yeah. <laughs> did, 24 7 yeah episode did, did that one when you watch that were you like oh this is the one she was talking about actually I had two episodes that I thought oh, okay. perhaps might be difficult um for you because okay clearly that's going to be awful for me just because of all the cutting and stabbing yeah, that's, sounds. That's and, what I thought. Whoa. Yeah. Cause I know um, that's like a, that's hard. Yeah. Right. So I'm sure I missed some pretty key um, dialogue Ooh. from John D because I had to turn it down when we had some bone action going on, but it was an amazing episode, but I also thought, you know, what's the name of the episode? No, episode eight, Playing House. I thought you might find that one a little, about the little boy who's abused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was hard. But but for different reasons. Different reasons. It was hard seeing him, but it wasn't like viscerally difficult to watch. (laughs) That diner one was like, oh, when they start like hiding and like hat and it's just so nasty and just they were so nasty to each other and oh it was just terrible yeah oh god it was terrible yeah that was that was interesting and it was an interesting one too because it felt like dream one in the end but he didn't really win in the way that I thought he was going to. Like he didn't get through to him. Right. Yeah. You know, I thought with all of that and all the like the lessons or whatever, there was going to be that moment of like, you're right. Or you're real, you know, realizations. Mm-hmm. But he never had that, which I thought was interesting because I think most shows, that's how it would have ended. Mm-hmm. That's how he would have gotten his power back. But no, no, he didn't. What What do you think was sort of the message in that? Because we know that character, you know, are we trying to figure out, is that character the way he is? Because, you know, it's an, it's the whole, is it genetic or is it nurture or, you know, environment? Yeah. Because he grew up in a very abusive home. He was the, you know, a victim from day one. He was but he a also, product of a father who was who like is, a terrible person. Right. So nature, nurture. And, both. and can and, either become overcome, you know. And then having having that that power that you shouldn't have had. Right. And and being overwhelmed by that, being corrupted by that so young. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I, yeah, um, I think it's too, it's too much. And I think maybe that's for me, I think maybe that was sort of the lesson was like that sort of ultimate power thing, you know, power corrupts, you know, sort of deal that we see, I mean, in day to day, I guess, you know, in, in true life that even the best of the best people so often too much can feed into that. But, um, and so when you have the not best of the best people, um, regardless of the reasons or the causes of that, he was beyond redemption. Yeah. And that everybody is their own hero. Right. Too, I think, you know, I mean, he thought he was, he thought he was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we can look at some of the worst people and they in the world and they would say like that they were doing the right thing. Yeah. It, I think it's very complex. I mean, so much of it again. I mean, I look at like the episode with dream and death and so oh, much of that is that just, episode. I know it's one of my favorite episodes too. And so much of it is just dialogue. Yep. It's so slow and it's, but it is so beautiful. It is. It's incredibly beautiful. And, imp- and it just leaves that like, it like emotional impact afterwards mm-hmm. that is so touching and was riveting despite it being mostly dialogue and, right. and everything is like, like very different from a, a most like comic book or, or graphic novel adaptations it was like truly riveting. Yeah. Um, oh my God. It's so well done. It was, it was incredibly well done and it was so slowly laid out Yeah. and you got to know her very gradually, even though you knew, I mean, they're related, his big sister in the God world and then the questioning going on from him to her about what her job is. And you know, that, she didn't take really any pleasure in what she was doing, but did the best she could to make it as easy as she could, even when it wasn't particularly necessary. But yeah, that was just, Hey, come spend the day with death. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just a simple kindness. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, so it was like the baby that was so hard. That was hard. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, that was such a beautiful episode. And then you like look at, you juxtapose that with like him fighting Lu- Lucifer, which mm-hmm. I think we talked about before was such an original fight. I mean, yeah. I'm was prepared awesome. for like, what is this choreo- you know, choreography going to be? How are they going to show like, how is Dream going to fight? Is he, does he know martial arts? No, it's <laughs> this totally crazy, unique, like idea fight because how does somebody on that level, they're not going to fight hand to hand. Of course, right. they're not going to fight exactly. like that. Yeah, It's going to be like epic, giant mind battle. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And I really liked the way that was, the way it was ended, the way yeah. in which Dreams won the fight was just... Yeah fabulous because so much of this is dark yeah and yet the message you know throughout all of it isn't dark it's you know hope and love yeah yeah even looking at you know your ultimate like bad guy corinthian Mm -hmm. like he 
even with him there's some measure of like compassion within him like like for him i think at the end because like he just wants to be human mm-hmm. in a way and like he was created to do this thing i, I don't know like he's terrible obviously <laughs> really and creepy obviously. and like you know it helping these motivating all these other serial killers but like when he's explaining this thing about wanting to be human you also kind of understand when you look at him and then the other nightmare too you know and mm-hmm. like how she just wants to be a dream and it's like all of these people are stuck in these these little roles that they've been given by the endless that it's like oh i i don't know that there is this I don't know this measure of like when he's like I'll remake you but it'll be better next time there is even hope for Corinthian right which is crazy because you wouldn't think that they're your big bad throughout the whole thing you would even have like a measure of hope but for him even there is hope for him at the end the guy with the teeth for eyes (laughs) 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 (sighs) Yeah, he is really creepy. But yeah, and and yet, you know, Dream is still left with that. Even he's not sure what he wants to do with him necessarily. It's like, okay, we're just going to put you away for a while. Yeah, and right. I'll think about it. Can we just say how hysterically, this is really sick, but how hysterically funny that convention was. Oh my God. <laughs> the serial convention. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. I thought there'd be more snacks here. Yeah. <laughs> That kid was so oblivious. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That that was a great convention. It really was. It was really. And the characters were so well done. Just yeah. such enormous caricatures, but you could instantly tell like who they were supposed to be and what their deal was. And oh yeah, that was just just them like fangirling. it's just amazing yeah uh i don't know and then we had the two new episodes well one new episode with two episodes episodes in it it. yeah which was really interesting to have that like surprise one which nobody really knew about and then so one i'll say as a doctor who fanatic i was very excited because we had um david tennant Catherine Mm -hmm. tate and then which had been announced, but I didn't realize then Arthur Darvo was in it, like the star of the se- the second one, which I was very excited about. So Sandra O oh in yeah, but that my big Doctor Who people first. So oh, yeah, my, that's like, true. You know, I mean, it was a pretty star studded first. It was. Episode. But those what were my like th- big three Doctor Who. You know, the the yeah the cats the thousand dreams of a thousand cats or was it something about a thousand dreams that was the important part a thousand dreams um which was was just emotionally devastating i thought (laughs) yeah that sticks with you for a long time it was seeing him drown the kittens that was terrible i i I mean it was a cartoon god damn it but i was like what the fuck and that she felt it that was it was terrifying. That was terrifying to me. Yeah, that was a very interesting mini episode. 
and what an interesting like idea that that the Cats people could the dream and and change the world from this like giant cats who ate people to the world that we have now and not that it like evolved but that it was always that way mm-hmm. what it like it's a very interesting concept you know playing on that like sort of manifestation you know right. kind yep. of idea um, mass manifestation I guess it was a very like intriguing thing and then seeing like the little kitten with mm-hmm. the, like Arr! you know and they're like he's so cute <laughs> Oh, he's dreaming about eating you. Yeah, that's pretty great. Oh, and when he's like walking alongside of her, I believe, I believe yeah. in you. Oh, yeah. Again, you know, everybody come together. If we all dream this together, we'll yeah. we'll make it reality. And again, have that hope that things will change for us. And such as there, there were, I mean, there were also undertones of looking at racism in that because of yeah. you know hate those kittens were worthless yeah because they 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 you know, we're not gonna mixed. make money yeah. off of this so kill it yeah Ugh. and yet we know yeah, that, that there are people who do that every day to animals everywhere yeah oh that's so terrible so and then there's a second calliope which was terrible <laughs> I mean, it was a good episode, but it was terrible. When he went upstairs, when he was like sitting there with the title thing, mm-hmm. and then he goes up and it goes like goes to black and he just says her name and then he comes back down. He's got like this scratch on his face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. God, it was man. very, in- I mean, it really bookended the whole series because we have in the beginning, you know, crazy wizard guy who imprisons dreams and then his son who throughout it you know you think that he's going to be the hope to free dream and just keeps going along with it yeah and then you know realizes he's benefiting it from it so he's going going to maintain it I might feel a little guilty but I'm going to keep gaining from this and then you bookend that with the writer meeting a seriously evil writer who gives him the muse who he and you know continues her enslavement even though he feels a little guilty about it but he continues doing it to make his career and money and fame yeah so it was like the same episodes almost just through different points of view and interesting that it is the two characters who were married at one point. Right. Or who are living the same imprisonment thing out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It was. And interesting the way in which dream helped her to end that. Yeah. I thought he was going to do like giving the guy nightmares or something like that is where I, and and then when he started like just blurting out the ideas, I'm going to give you everything. You now have everything. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was just brilliant. You know, you want, you want to be able to create, you want ideas. Well, Mm -hmm. here you go. Here's all the ideas. And then it goes nuts. (laughs) Yeah. And then for him at the end to be like, who who was she and he's like i have no idea like he literally doesn't remember he can't think anymore 
Right. Because it was too much. The ultimate punishment for someone who relied on his mind for his job, for his life, like his life, his everything. And yet really was, you know, he, the ideas weren't his. Right. He. Yeah. I guess defined himself by other people's concept of his mind. And now he has nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Be great. It was Ah, such a good show. Cannot recommend it to you guys enough. Absolutely. It's just, it's visually beautiful. There's no, what I also like is like, there's no clearly defined good and bad. Every character has good and bad, even dream, you know, dream is like really creepy and unemotional and just kind of, you know, this, this presence that moves through everything and is often quite terrifying. Hmm. And yet he's the person controlling good dreams. Yeah. You know, nightmares are his nemesis. So. Well, he creates the nightmares too, though. Yeah. Yeah. So he obviously there, I mean, they're not really his nemesis, except that they escaped and continued on into the human world, I guess. So, I mean, he sort of is like a gray character, but. I what I think is very telling about him is when he's in hell mm-hmm. and his ex-girlfriend sees him mm-hmm. and I guess because of her betrayal or whatever has been imprisoned there for like a thousand years a mil- million mm-hmm. years or whatever it is yeah and I was like Jesus Christ like uh, still not able to <laughs> yeah will the sentence ever end (laughs) you know pretty harsh yeah pretty harsh what i thought was really cool though was that it must be that everybody sees him as their own race which i think is really neat because she Mm -hmm. saw him totally differently right you know which i thought was really a neat thing to show what do you think of desire desire was very interesting yeah I'm really hoping that if this gets picked up, that there's a lot more desire because <laughs> that yeah. was a great character and very, very well acted. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Um, and the set was really cool. Yeah. Um, their set was visually just so voluptuous, <laughs> <laughs> um, especially when contrasted to despair. Um, oh, yeah. That was very interesting. But yeah, desire was 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 beautiful. Uh, they were very interesting. I wonder what the like, like why so much hate there? Yeah, between desire and despair and dreams, unless it's because dreams take away from desire and despair. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, possibly they didn't really didn't explain give like, you much there, which is why I'm hoping that means it's going to be yeah something we see later. But yeah, it was. I just I really liked that character. I just thought it was so. Yeah, well, I love that they chose to go with like a non-binary character. Yes, and and do it that way, which I thought was really cool. I thought it was really interesting. 
a lot of the choices like that that they did even with dream because i think in the comics his look is very different than on the show like he's got mm. this like crazy big like spiky hair that's like huge spiky out front and long and he's like very pointy and he's like very over the top mm-hmm. um but i know when when they were creating the show they had like sort of done up that costume and then neil gaiman actually said who was like you know they're consulting with the show said well dream should walk through the streets and not be noticed yeah and that's like you know as he had done him in the comic or in the graphic novel you would stand out Mm -hmm. yeah and and as so like that's how they ended up with like the look that they got was because he is like a no man you know like he just drifts through any place which i thought was really cool like that sort of adaptation Mm -hmm. i think was really neat but so some of those choices but what did you think of the one character that he gave immortality to in their hundred year? Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. It was really cool that the one, like that the guy kept on wanting to live. Right. Despite, yeah. despite everything, despite his terrible luck and whatever. Yeah. And that the guy, you know, fought to be his friend and kind of came to this sort of like I don't know because I think that living that long you could become a really terrible person yeah oh yeah but, but in the end he is like seems like the sort of best version of himself exactly yeah because usually when we see stories around immortality ultimately they want to die You know, ultimately they're either accepting of or trying, actively trying to die. And yet this was completely the opposite. And Dream was thrown off by that. He was surprised. Like, you know, I keep coming back and expecting this guy to beg me to end it. And he, no, even when he's in, you know, how having the worst life possible, he still wants to live because he has that hope that it, it's going to continue to get better, that this is just yeah. a setback, you know? Yeah. So I like that, that they had dream is also learning throughout this. Yes. That the gods aren't perfect, that they are right. all are learning as they go. Yes. And I think too, learning what matters. And I think because I think so often we're portrayed like sort of the like vampires is kind of where we pull a lot of that from is like this sort of hedonistic lifestyle because the longer you live, the less things matter because they come and go. People's lives, you know, seem shorter. It's sort of like even as we get older, a year seems shorter and shorter because Mm -hmm. it's, you know, significantly shorter. But for this guy showing like those things, love and life and everything still matters so much and for dream to be able to see that and grasp onto it more and more i thought was was really cool yeah and that he kept showing up every hundred years even when dream didn't he showed up yeah well and it seemed like when dream didn't he ended up just i mean to me it looked like he just decided well i'll come back like every day (laughs) 
I'll keep checking. I believe, yeah. I believe he's going to show up. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't. I don't know what I did, but I, I believe it's going to happen again. Yeah. It was interesting. It was really good. I mean, you know, what's funny is I was thinking about the deal with all the people in Florida and that weird house and like the, the sisters with the black veils and like the, the guy who, you know, did the, um, did the drag shows and, you know, Barbie and Ken and, uh-huh. When that when they all first got introduced, I kept waiting for them to all be bad, bad people. Right. Yes. And they weren't. They were all lovely people. And I thought that also felt like such a twist to Mm -hmm. me because it felt like a setup. This can't be real. Right. It can't just be like weird, twisty people that all found each other. But that also felt like its own little reminder of like, there are weird twisty people out there who are just wonderful people. Right. I don't know. I just, I thought that was really nice that they all ended up just being. Good loving people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Who were important, you know, they made important differences. So. Yeah. I really liked that. There were just lots of really good choices. Uh, There was really nothing about this that I thought. I don't like that. Except I the diner and the kittens. Yeah. So the diner was hard to watch, but it wasn't that I didn't like it. It was it was like it was a little over the top. It was a little over the top for me, but it's also straight out of the graphic novel from my understanding. I have not read the graphic novels. I know I did like some research about them, Mm -hmm. but my understanding is it's like straight out of the graphic novel. So Neil Gaiman, he's pretty gets pretty dark. I know, yeah. like I've yeah. read a lot of his other stuff. So I, it wasn't necessarily that I didn't like that. The kitten thing, that was a little weird for me. I'm that glad that I didn't have an entire I'm glad that I didn't have an entire episode of of a uh, animated Sandman. I actually <laughs> really I, pretty, but for that, you know, clearly that had to happen because it was the whole crux of the story. But I really liked that animated episode Mm. like I wanted more when it ended I was like no I want more (laughs) (laughs) give us more so if there's a next season give us more you're like let us see the cats ruling (laughs) yeah yeah I love the thing with the cats when it's you know when just playing with the human and then ultimately god killing it and I mean we know that's like cats playing with mice and torturing them and ultimately kill it and the cats having no concept that the humans really don't like this yeah, or not caring yeah, yeah. yeah we don't care yeah such yeah. a statement on how we treat you know some people treat animals mm-hmm. yeah I was I was watching that and thinking I feel so bad for these cats but also like you're not better masters <laughs> <laughs> No, they were the same. They were yeah, the same. same. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it's a great show. Yes. Highly, highly, highly recommend. Watch it, so it was more great. than once. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because it, it, it is one that will build on itself. It's complicated. And then you're going to want to go watch it again just because there's so much stuff so much. That, you, that you missed mm-hmm. just because it's complicated it's beautiful 
And there are yeah. times where it's so subdued that, you know, you can check out for a few seconds and then realize, whoa, whoa, I, I have to back this up mm. and watch that again. Cause I don't, I suddenly don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Because there are, you know, there's a lot of it that's very subtle, even though it's all sort of in your face, but there's a lot of subtlety going on. That's important. You know, there's yeah. really nothing in, that happens in this that isn't important. And I'll just say the guy they cast for dream, his oh. voice. Oh my God. Yeah. I love his voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was once um, Tom Sturridge. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you could read the phone book and I would just mm -hmm. listen to that all night long. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And I, when he was imprisoned, he was so freaky looking. Yeah. You know, and that happens pretty much right away. And so you just see him as this really, like, I don't know what they did with CGI to sort of change his body just a little bit. So everything was much more pointed and sharp and mm -hmm. elongated and creepy, um, which eased off as, as it went on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job. Oh, he's um, amazing. And so much of it is just told through his eyes. Oh, yeah. You his know? eyes and his mouth. He's <laughs> got like this perfect little like pout thing mm -hmm. that just is like, just it's very expressive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, which uh, is I know, like people were making fun of. They were like, he's like a very um, Edward from Twilight. Uh, oh, yeah. Which I was like, I get it because he's very like pale white yeah. guy, you know, whatever. But I was like, but to me, um, now I think that guy outside of Twilight in other stuff is a very good actor. Twilight, terrible, terrible, terrible. But Dream, I think he's phenomenal. He's yes. much more subtle. Yeah. And his, but his face can be in his subtlety is very expressive. But, um, I can I get the comparison. Um, I, I think I think it's funny, but his voice actually, when it first started in the first episode, I was like, "Is that him? Like that deep, like sort of raspy? That guy? <laughs> that little skinny white guy? Are you sure? Did they get it done by somewhere? Is like like the voiceover like someone else? Like, <laughs> no, oh, that's him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> sign me up." <laughs> I am here for all the episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll just close my eyes and listen to it. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. So go watch The Sandman. And then we will be back with C. C. Starting uh, next week on Apple TV. Friday. We're starting this 20th. week on yes. Apple TV. Yes. On Friday the 26th. Yeah. The third and final season. Oh, I didn't know it was announced as the final. Okay. Yeah. Sadness. I'm gonna wrap it up. All right. Well, maybe we can get some spin-offs. I'd love yeah. that. And I haven't even seen the third season, but I'd love yep. there to be more. Well, and remember, Olivia Chang is in it. You know. Yeah. So. Only. Oh well, no, no I guess not. No. <laughs> maybe uh, there's some yeah, His ghost. His ghost. <laughs> Uh, uh well that's all right that's all right well, we will we will comfort ourselves in the knowledge that he is currently in cape town filming yeah. season three of warriors i like 
blacked out on him dying purposely maybe i don't know yeah but yes we will be back with c so go watch sandman if you well, i mean hopefully you've already watched it if you listen to this and we will catch you next time yeah